Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the CrossFit Bath podcast. Once again, I'm being joined by a local legend of the CrossFit Bath box. And this week, we have the pleasure and privilege of speaking to the Birdman himself, Rob Bird. Beautiful gestures for an audio medium. <laughs> there will be a video portion of this. There, is, well, the. This always goes up on YouTube as well, if anyone wants to actually see the video but, uh, and, and see what Rob did. You know, we can probably imagine the sort of gestures I'm doing. <clears throat> yeah. So, Rob, I'm going to ask how you are. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm, uh, I'm recovering from a slight groin strain, and I have no idea how I did it. Um, I did it walking to a football pitch, I think, um, and recovering from a slight throat problem. But, yeah, apart from that, I'm all good. Apart from that, you're the, the pinnacle of health and fitness. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, so Rob, you know, and actually, I was going to say, you know how important it is to warm up, but saying that you have a groin strain from walking <laughs> to a football pitch, potentially you don't warm up. Maybe that's the problem. But anyway, we're going to warm up. Okay. Annoyingly, although this is going to be the first time you've been on the podcast to talk really about yourself, um, you have been on the podcast before, which means I have burnt my classic warm up questions. Okay. Slightly annoyed by that but I've got a few new questions for you. First one is, uh, what would be your favorite go-to movement within CrossFit? The one you see on the whiteboard and you're like, yes, I'm glad they put this in today. Oh, that's, yeah, good question. Um, I like anything, pretty much anything with a barbell. Um, thrusters. That's Apart from thrusters, I will scrap that, take that out of there. Um, anything pretty much with a barbell. I, I love like the Olympic weightlifting Wednesdays. So anything we do on them, um, anything with a kettlebell as well, really like kettlebell swings. Um, I don't know. Well, I like that you've narrowed it down for us. Anything with a barbell or anything with a kettlebell that will I, do. I like, I like the sort of clean and jerks, things like that. Yeah. Now I don't know if people can hear Emily screaming in the background. Something <laughs> is going on at home, and this is the problem of recording on the weekend. So uh, yeah, my son's asleep as well at the moment. Uh, yeah. So uh, that was the first question. Okay. Speaking say, of, though, from that question, Jace. Yeah. How many times do you hear me say, with pretty much everything we do in the gym? Oh, I hate this movement. Oh, I hate this movement. Hate burpees. Hate running. Hate thrusters. Can't do pull-ups. Yeah, well, that's true. So. I yeah. should have re rephrased the question. What's the one movement that when you see it on the board, you don't say, oh, I yeah. hate this movement. Yeah. <laughs> Here's another question for you then. As you, you know, we've just mentioned that we're both dads. So as a dad, yeah. if you had to do a partner's competition, so maybe you're doing like the Sid pairs that we were famously going to be partnered up for. Yeah. So you're going to do a pairs competition. What children's character would you pick to be your partner what children's character would i pick does it have to be like a real character or can it be like cartoon or yeah, like a cartoon character that would be fine wow um the first one that sprung to mind was that little fast kid from incredibles is it right yeah just because he's really speedy I'm sure I could probably think of a better one, but that's a tricky question. So what child character would I pick? Not, not, it doesn't have to be a child, but it's going to be a character from like the TV shows that your kid's watching, that you watch, that usually will not, not, not Peppa um, Pig. 
Well, surely it's Daddy Pig because he's an uh, expert at everything, isn't he? Yeah, he is an expert at everything. That's that's yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, Thomas is a train, so I don't know how much he would be able to do in a workout. Um, <laughs> uh, and Paw Patrol is all dogs. But, I mean, they can uh, play basketball. I'm pretty sure they can do CrossFit. Yeah, true. Okay, let's go with Chase. Chase from Paw Patrol. If yeah. it's if not the kid from Incredibles, because he's pretty he's pretty speedy. Yeah, he's quick. Yeah, yeah. I, I was I was thinking like maybe one of the PJ masks would have been good. One's like super strong and one's super fast. So yeah, if it's yeah. a heavy barbell, I'll take the strong yeah. one. <laughs> if it's double unders, yeah. we'll go with speedy. But, All right. Um, yeah. You know, I, I get a dad on. I got to get your your point of view. <laughs> there has to be some benefit to us watching all these kids shows all the time, right? Yeah. Well, to be honest, like we he watches a little bit, but not too much. Um, he'll sort of watch twenty minutes, then get bored, and then want to go and play, or he'll, like he'll want to run around with a rugby ball or something. Um, or he'll want to use me as a ladder if he's playing like fire engines or something. But yeah, so he watches a little bit, but not too much. So. Oh, what a good dad well you know so here's here's a more crossfit question for you then okay you can have a dinner with three crossfit athletes uh games athletes let's say okay oh that makes a difference then doesn't it yeah so i'm sorry not invited sorry. <laughs> i know i know i would have been number one on the list <laughs> who 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 are your three that are joining you for that meal um I'm going to try and not go with like your obvious Matt Fraser's and all this. Um, I'm going to go with um, Sarah Sigmund's daughter. What a surprise. What a surprise. Uh, claim to fame that she has winked at me. Yeah. Um, who else would I like to? Uh, I know, I think a lot of people don't like him, but I actually quite like the energy he brings. Is Noah Olsen. I think he's quite, quite a sort of happy fun dude as he'd call himself um and then one more um god my mind's gone blank with all of them now justin deros just so i can talk to him about his hair and and his secrets of keeping a good mop on his head yeah it might be a little bit late for those questions <laughs> But fair enough. Yeah, it's good. Good choices. I like it. I'm wondering what the topics of conversation apart from hair will be. But um, oh, but I mean, a hair discussion with Manderas and Noah Olsen doesn't sound <laughs> yeah. like it's going to be yeah. Yeah. Very great, to be honest. Final question for you. Yeah, is uh, as something I'm asking all of my local legends when they come on is yeah. what CrossFit buff member would you like to hear on the podcast? Oh, CrossFit Bath member. Um, I'm going to say Big Dunk. Duncan. Yeah. He doesn't do much sort of um, in terms of the social media stuff, which is fair enough. You know, that's, that's not his sort of go-to, but it'd be great to sort of hear like his story, how he got into it and like what it's done for him. And how he got so good at it so fast. That's exactly. the question I have. For him. Exactly. Now, this really annoys me, Jason. He comes back after like three months or even five months, maybe, of being injured and all the likes, and he still beats us on the rower. What's that about? I don't know. It's I'm pretty performance sure. enhancing drugs he's taking, probably. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's doing stuff in secret at home. He's got his 
dirty dunk den of dumbbells somewhere. He's just powering through exercises and movements and stuff. But yeah, yeah, let's get Duncan on. Yeah, okay, we'll make that happen. So I'm, I'm, I'm getting a little list together now. Duncan, you're officially on the list. Put him at the top. He's somewhere on the list. I don't know if he's at the top. <laughs> we'll see. He's on the list. Come on, Rob. Be happy with that. All right. Rob Bird, you've been a member at CrossFit Bar for quite a while now. Do you know how long? I'm going to say three and a half, three years, maybe. Three and a half. But it's been sort of very on and off for various reasons. Um, my most consistent period's probably been the last year. I've been consistently crossfitting. But yeah, probably about three years, I'd say. Okay. But you started at Wonsdyke, right? I started at Wonsdyke. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I'm trying to think how long we've actually been at Twerton Park. A long time. It feels like an eternity, but it's. Yeah. So maybe, maybe a bit longer than three years. Um, yeah. Three and a half, maybe. Okay. So how did you first come across CrossFit? Um, I'd, I'd heard about it on the grapevine. I remember having a mate who, who used to go to CrossFit Bath, doesn't anymore. And he's actually recently messaged me because he wants to come back. Um, a guy called Johnny, um, Johnny Horsfall, who used to go. And he used to talk to me about it all the time because I used to play a bit of football with him and stuff. And um, weirdly enough, I always used to sort of think, oh, no, that's not for me. Because whenever I was doing like football training or anything, and we had hit type workouts or um like circuits things like that. i used to hate it i used to absolutely hate it um because as you know i'm not the smallest of blokes um really? so getting me around a little circuit is it's quite hard work it's like yeah i run like a melted candle um <laughs> so uh yeah he sort of spoke to me about it and then um i was actually I actually then went through a really tough time myself, personally, going through some personal challenges. Um, I actually, not many people know this, but I don't mind talking about it. I actually suffered with a lot of anxiety and a bit of depression a long time ago. And then I thought, well, actually, I'm not doing any gym stuff anymore. I used to go to the gym daily. Um, I was one of those typical people who used to go and just do upper body, basically. And my legs were like chickens. Um, and hadn't been doing that for a while, hadn't played football for a few years. And I thought, well, actually, I'm going to try something different. And it was in the middle of this period, which was quite a difficult period. So um, I thought, yeah, I'm going to give it a go. I went along, uh, had a one-to-one -one class with Alec, had a few of those sessions to do my intro. And just like, I literally immediately just fell in love with it. Because um, I walked in and I saw people like doing these like kipping pull-ups, which I'd never seen before in my life. Um, I, remember, I remember Alec saying to me, oh, can you do pull-ups? And I thought, yeah, I can do pull-ups. Got on a bar, couldn't do a pull-up. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I just saw people doing all these like crazy movements that I've never seen before and like swinging kettlebells around and on and off the rig and double unders and things. And like, I thought that's so cool. I want to be able to do that stuff. Um, and, and one day you will be able to do that stuff right? and one, one day, I'm starting to get double unders I can string some together now um, but yeah that's how I sort of got into it and then like like I say just sort of pretty much immediately fell in love with it and um, I was like yeah that's, that's what I want to do now so. interesting and you said this this 
member who who left and betrayed us and ran away wants to come back now interesting yeah well he moved country to be fair to him i'm, I'm not going to be fair to him <laughs> <laughs> yeah but he's back now so uh, i think he's interested in coming back yeah so how is how, how would you sort of say your your kind of crossfit journey has gone then because you've mentioned that there were some inconsistencies and you sort of dropped off for for a period so yeah you know you went in and you 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 met Alec and you, you saw all these kind of crazy things people were doing. Yeah. And then I know where you are now, but I just kind of wonder what's that journey been like for you then, especially as you mentioned that you're kind of in a, you know, not a great space at the time as well. So how, how have kind of all of these factors played out for you? Um, so, I mean, pretty much immediately it had a massive effect on my mental health. Um, and continues to do so like it's it's one of those things that just enables me to um like vent at the end of the day or just push out some frustrations um um and it like this sounds it sounds so corny when people say this but like it does like change a massive element of your life um and like i just loved the coaches everyone's so positive um like the continuous coaching like I never used to get that before just going to the gym someone's always telling me how I can improve something or um how I can get better at something so love that element of it and there were inconsistencies but that was mainly because of things like illness and um like I used, I used to get colds really badly I don't know why I think it's to do with being a teacher and surrounded by children um all the time but I used to get really bad colds um I uh, had a few injuries, which sort of just took a while. And then the the ball sort of stopped rolling a few times. And then <laughs> there, was, there was a time when, so my dad got an MBE and we went up to Windsor Castle to get to receive his MBE. And uh, when the photos came through, I just looked like a massive beaver. So <laughs> it really upset me. So I was like, right, I've got to get back. Um, so there's just a few inconsistencies like that really. And um yeah, since being back sort of the last time, touch wood, I've had no serious injuries or illnesses to stop me from going. And when I have, haven't been going, such things like, you know, lockdowns and stuff, I've sort of had that motivation to keep it, keep it going strong, really. But I mean, you say that while sitting there currently with an injury that has prevented you going this week to do any, any CrossFit workouts. <laughs> but, I'm determined, but it's been, I've hated it. I've been so grumpy this morning. Um, my poor wife's had to sort of deal with me being quiet and grumpy. And um, and I get like that. When I can't work out, I get really, really grumpy. Um, so I've hated it this week, especially like when you see everyone posting like the workouts and what they've been doing. And yeah, hate and, it. I hate and not ta tagging you in. Oh, yeah. no, Rob. Great class. No, Rob. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. leave me alone. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so I, I'm I'm intrigued a little bit about your your motivations then because I mean it sounds like that you've always been like you've always been quite into doing something whether it was football or the gym now yeah. it's CrossFit kind of which is sort of the gym but it's a bit different right um, so you've got like and then you're talking about how it's kind of that stress relief and it's like that pressure valve that you can just release all the this frustration of dealing with other people's children all day, which yeah. uh, I understand <laughs> yeah. can be incredibly frustrating. So that all makes sense. 
but then there's also like the aesthetic side of it because you, you know you're saying oh, i saw these pictures and and i wasn't happy with that mm. like do you feel that that's just all kind of molded together into one motivation or do you feel there are some specific things that like this is probably the main driving factor for me as to why i do crossfit yeah, I've, I've definitely got different motivations um one i guess is that i've always been i've always been an active person like i'm not someone who sits still i you know growing up i played pretty much every sport you can think of growing up um you know i played football at a, a decent level um i used to, before football i was a sort of swimmer i used to swim southwest and do various things i i played rugby a lot growing up um so I guess one drive is just for me to be active and have something to do to be active. I love that sort of physical exertion, um, getting a sweat on and feeling like I'm making a difference to my sort of body. Um, and not, not just sort of aesthetically in terms of how I look, because I don't look the greatest, but just sort of how my body functions and how I can cope with everyday sort of movements. And I think that's where CrossFit has been amazing. And that's sort of ties into another motivation of mine is since I've become a dad, I want to be healthy for my son. You know, I want to be able to lift him up and run around in the garden with him and do all this stuff. And I think having had a life of sport, I'm definitely sort of feeling the toll on joints and certain muscles and things. So um, sort of maintaining that healthy exercise and where, especially when everything's like scaled and um, you can adapt things, they suit you. Um, so that's a motivation of mine. Um, but also sort of, I'm really in sort of mental well-being, and um, so is my wife. She does a load of work with it at her school. And that's why I like, a, I've always sort of enjoyed sort of watching like, or following like Alec and his examples with his teacup stuff. And um, he's been like a really good mentor for me in loads of different areas, not just like, not just CrossFit and how to sort of better myself physically, um, but also sort of mentally, little tips here and there, nutrition. Um, not that I always stick to the best nutrition. <laughs> I try. Um, but yeah, I think there's like loads of different motivations. I think I'm always finding new ones as well. I always find new new sort of goals and targets that I want to reach. And um, whether it be like a little one or a big one, I think I'm just always someone who who wants to be doing something or achieving something. See, I, I find... With, when you talk of like motivation, um, that motivation can be quite fickle as well mm. because it's very easy to kind of lose motivation and then you stop. Yeah. Uh, so the, the thing I really like with with the cross with CrossFit and and it's not just with CrossFit but more with the the local box and being in CrossFit Bath and the membership that we have and and especially now like doing the podcast and knowing even more people is I don't have the motivation always um, and lockdown absolutely <laughs> highlighted that i do not have the motivation yeah, because yeah. when no one is making me train guess what i'm not training yeah. uh, but having other people message me and be like oh have you, have you seen the workout today are you coming in or what you know what class are you doing mm. i like that because it's sort of it's more of a habit and less of a something i need to be yeah. motivated to do now yeah. uh, and so you're obviously quite a big you know a big part of the 8 p.m crew for example um so how have you found, like, have you found that that is something that, that helps you? Is that something that you use as a yeah. tool of, you know, yeah. I know the more people we could kind of get in on this little gang, 
yeah. the more likely I am to train. Massively, like um, the 8pm crew has been amazing for me. Like I'm, I'm not, I've never been one for sort of cliques. So I certainly wouldn't call it a clique. And, and like, I, I've always, I'm always sort of conscious of making sure that others feel welcomed into that 8pm group, group as well. And I think we're pretty good at like making sure everyone there whether they're a newcomer or or they're part of the original 8pm crew is feeling sort of I don't know I guess I guess we're sort of quite a lively bunch we uh we like sort of joke and um but at the same same time we're really encouraging as well and we like to sort of talk about how we get on and um like it might be that Matt's like shouting at me to get this last li- last lift done or like someone shouting at me to pick up the kettlebell again but I I think that camaraderie and and that having people holding me to account um in like a positive and friendly way is like that's been amazing for me and like I'm always like Joe says to me she's like Rob like all you talk about is CrossFit like (laughs) she's starting to wonder sort of who my main priorities are my 8pm crew (laughs) um or her but yeah I think definitely that having people there and I'm a bit like you when I used to train sort of by myself at the gym years ago I always used to go with a mate um and then as soon as he stopped going I found it really hard to go I kept up for like a few weeks but then I just found it so hard like I'm sort of I'm a very sociable person um I like the company of people and I think that's what's so good about CrossFit it's like it is that community and and I know people say it all the time, but it is. And it's not not like your typical gym where everyone's in there for themselves. Like, and that's not just the members, it's the coaches as well. Like they've all they all like embrace you and actually get to know you. Like not just Alec, but like Ollie, Nat, Fen, Emma, like all of them, Shax. They've just been amazing. What I really like is you're mentally going for a little checklist, making sure you're not missing someone because you know if you miss somebody off this list. A little miss, yeah. But yeah, I like that. That's been massively helpful to me, like throughout my whole time, really, at CrossFit. Because I think that the 8pm crew's only been going probably maybe a year, um, maybe a little longer than that. And I think even before then, I always knew that I could go in and and find someone to work out with and find someone to have a chat with. And it was always positive. Well, I, I think that because I, I was speaking to, to somebody the other day, um, actually, you, you've probably heard this conversation because I know you listen to Plate Stack Jack. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, when I was speaking to Jack, who doesn't do CrossFit, mm. and we're, we were kind of talking about like the social interactions within the gym. And, and I just think CrossFit strikes this balance that, you don't get when you go to a regular gym because people go in and it's either like headphones in, don't talk to me or it's, you know, talk to me, but like, Oh no, you you know, you're, I'm interrupting your, your set or you're interrupting what I'm doing kind of thing. Whereas mm-hmm. with CrossFit, like there's the social side of it before the workout starts mm-hmm. or during the warm up, potentially between a part A and a part B. They're like, there are moments where you can, you can chat, you can joke, you can laugh, you can kind of put that little bit of pressure on somebody about maybe what weight they're using, whatever it may be, kind of thing. But three, two, one, go, you're not talking, right? You're just yeah. Yeah. grinding through the workout. Yeah. Uh, and then after, you can all complain about how horrible the workout was. Yeah. But it's like you get that social interaction, but you 
also get it at a time that it doesn't irritate you. Mm. Whereas if you're just in the gym and you're in there for an hour and a half and someone else is in there for like two hours and somebody else is in there for a half an hour and you're kind of interacting, but it's mm. just, it's just awkward. Right. So yeah. I, I, I think yeah. that, you know, the reason everyone's like, Oh, you know, it's kind of stereotypical to say with the community, but I just think this, the, the very nature of how the classes are set up lends itself to that because I, I find that at the 8 PM where I'm, you know, quite frequently there, but also mm -hmm. now that I've had to shift my schedule a bit and I go into other classes. Has noted, Jace. Has it been noted, Rob? I see that also with the other classes, it's exactly the same yeah. structure, right? That yeah. There are times when we can joke and talk and then there are times when it is get down, head down, start working kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I think the, you know, what you're saying about the 8, 8 p.m. group being so opening and welcoming of new people. I have a theory about that that is because it it, it coincides with the time that the intro class was. And yep. a lot of people, when they would finish the intro class, would kind of just maybe the first couple come back at the same time. So we yeah. quite often had new people coming, yeah. uh, which meant we were used to kind of welcoming new people. And yeah. and, and I think it does stay that way and i think we're so kind that with the little chat group we have we didn't even get rid of derek yet <laughs> <laughs> this is true derek who's just big enough crossfit bournemouth now yeah. yeah this will be the ultimate test does he still <laughs> listen to the bath podcast <laughs> uh, i had another question for you i want to circle back to because again you said like you know you're historically quite sporty and you've been involved yeah. in, in doing a lot of things you mentioned you know now your kind of goal as a dad is to be able to play with your your you know your kid and and and, and lift them up and run around with them and stuff like that mm -hmm. so that, that's quite common across the board not just within crossfit but you also sort of mentioned that you feel the impact of the previous sports so kind of like it's quite common now isn't it for like some dads to be like hey let's start a little five-a-side thing yeah. where we'll do you know, and, and that will be, and it's for exercise, right? And that's the idea is we'll, we'll go and play football to get a bit of social time, but to keep fit. Hmm. Do you think you'd have the same results or you'd be getting the same goals if you were just doing one of your previous sports and being like, oh, and then I'm, you know, I'm going to be a bit fit and I can play with my kids? Uh, no, for a few reasons, I think. I think firstly, because I wouldn't be sort of, um like focusing on all areas of my body and and uh i would probably wouldn't be doing movements correctly or that's one of the things i've loved about crossfit is that they're so hot on technique and like even if you've been going for years you're always getting pulled up on making sure that your technique is correct even in the middle of a workout um like eagle-eyed ed i call him ed like i love his sessions because he's just always He's pushing you as hard as you can possibly go, but he's making sure that you're getting every single movement correct. Um, and all the coaches have been great at that, but like I was eagle-eyed Ed, I'd like to call him. But yeah, I, I think that's one of the reasons I wouldn't be sort of doing things correctly. I wouldn't be focusing on whole body movements and necessarily movements that I'd be using every single day. Um, I've totally forgotten the question now. Oh, so would I be getting the same out of it? <laughs> I guess like, the other thing that's almost sort of similar to what we were talking about is that for me, having that group of mates who we're all doing something together, um, yeah, I would get that with five a side, but, and you'd, you'd get that. 
I wouldn't get that to say swimming. If I was to take up swimming, like my mum swims every single day. She goes there, gets in the pool, gets out, goes home. I wouldn't get that sort of social element of it. I wouldn't get that um, that sort of co-suffering element of it. Um, and that sort of friendship group, I think. And that friendship group is like really important to me. That like, I, I use that word again, camaraderie, but it is. And it's, I think those things are almost just as important really as the physical exercise itself. So, yeah. So I have another question based on your your sport background, uh, okay. because I, I feel like this is where we differ the most in, okay. <laughs> in general, is the fact that I have never, you know, I mean, I did sport at school, like that I had to kind of thing. Um, and then when I left school, I was kind of in the gym on and off. Uh, and I, I did used to do a bit of like five-a-side indoor football yeah. for a time just because it was literally the only thing to do with this group of people like like the the only thing they ever organized to do was this so i I begrudgingly went and played for a little bit um and it and it was much more to be social than the the sports side of thing uh so i kind of consider myself one of the least competitive people i mean that being said you know i've got i've got a feeling though jace that you probably went along and you were probably like like a little Yorkshire Terrier and you were like pretty good at tracking people down and getting your tackles in blocking the shots. I bet you were you there. (laughs) Because that's exactly. Yeah, exactly. I know your sort Jace. (laughs) Um, But my, my question then is this. So obviously we off, you know, we, we always do the whole divide of CrossFit for health, CrossFit for sport. I know you're also a big fan of the sport of CrossFit. Yeah. Um, You know, admittedly could not remember the name of any crossfit games athletes earlier in this podcast <laughs> that was just a bit mind blank yeah i could probably think of loads who i'd actually want to have dinner with now yeah too like late. Scott Panchett, brooke wells um yeah all right we'll, we'll edit that back into the start of the podcast shall we <laughs> brilliant um, welcome to the crossfit buffer no <laughs> But basically, where I was going with this was obviously I know you're a fan of the sport. You watch uh, CrossFit yeah. as a sport. We, you know, we've had conversations uh, around the plate, the physical plate stack about, you know, the the games, events, or things mm-hmm. we watched on YouTube and documentaries and that. Uh, with regards to yourself and competing in CrossFit, uh, is that something that because like we had agreed to do the uh, SID online yeah. uh, pairs thing you know we were ready right it's not we our fault ready. they cancelled that's yeah i'm taking that as a win <laughs> i'm taking that as a win as well yeah yeah but is kind of competition something a that like drives you week to week within the workouts and then b is that something that you're like oh i would actually like to get involved in doing some of these kind of competitions yeah i mean i remember sort of I remember having a conversation with you in the gym, actually, um, or the box, as I should call it. I remember having a conversation um, about sort of the fact that I've always been a competitive person and that I know I wouldn't be like the best there at CrossFit competition and I certainly wouldn't be winning it. I certainly wouldn't be podium material, but I think just that, that competition element and that sort of thrill um, that adrenaline that you get from being on a competition floor um, and having spectators around you. Um, I love that. 
I love the sort of the feeling, the buzz that it gives you. And I've always loved that growing up. Um, so yeah, and and I think whilst that I will always maintain that for me, CrossFit is like pure enjoyment. I do love the sport of it. And I'd love to just try my hand at competitions just for the experience really. Um, and I'd looked into a couple of things. I know when sort of um, he who shall not be named, I mean, Derek, um, I remember when he <laughs> he was sort of looking into doing loads of them and, and that sort of sort of inspired me thinking, oh, why don't I, I've always been competitive. Why don't I have sort of a little go? And that I remember we signed up for, was it the Turf Games? I think you say we, I'm, you and Derek. Not don't, you, yeah. don't group me, me in. I think we were going to be part of this like team that went from Bath to go up to London to do it. And I remember sort of freaking out thinking, oh, what if I can't do this movement? What if I can't do that movement? And then I was gutted. I was gutted when it got cancelled because I was thinking, actually, that would have been like right up my street anyway. I think just that that element, that competitive element. I love sport. I've always loved sport, any sport. Um, yeah. So would you rather do something on, on a team or in a pair or as an individual? Team. Um, I, love, I love team sports. I've never really sort of been an individual competitor. Like when it when it came to sports days at schools and like all those athletic stuff where it was basically just you against everyone else, I hated it. Um, uh, I don't know why, um, but I just always liked being part of a team and actually working together towards a goal and and having that sort of, I guess, that relationship with other people where they can push you, but also you're pushing them and actually you're, you're in it together, basically. Um, so yeah, I definitely want would want to do it as a team, not by myself. Okay, I'm just curious. <laughs> I, I, I always find it. Do you think then as well? There is that kind of so like Emma was on last week and she was talking about how like she she looks around to make sure the kind of the 20 year olds aren't <laughs> yeah. aren't deadlifting more than her kind of thing. Uh, do you feel that that competitive spirit comes out week to week when you're training as well? Definitely, definitely not not in a not in a bad way because um, I think more in a way that just to measure where I am or to to see if I can sort of um, push myself a little bit harder. So like say if it was like last week we were doing the power cleans or hand cleans and um, and I was next to Matt and, you know, Matt can lift pretty heavy and I was thinking, right, I'm going to keep up Matt as much as I can. And it wasn't in a way that you know, I want to beat Matt. Um, it was just sort of a way to push myself, I guess. And there's definitely that element where I'm sort of looking around, seeing what other people are doing. But yeah, not in a sort of ultra competitive, I want them to fail way. Because um, I, I know that... Just I want to do better than them kind yeah. of way. <laughs> not even necessarily that. Like just, um, I mean, it'd be nice. It'd be nice if, if at some point I could be the best at something um but yeah it's i guess it's just sort of just to try and always better myself really and push myself a bit a bit more okay yeah just i'm i'm just curious because i <laughs> i are you going to be watching are you going to be checking for my eyes now looking at you across the gym yeah yeah every time i go and pick up what what i'm going to do is start going to take as many heavy plates as i can and putting them <laughs> next to my bar waiting yeah, for you to cool. load up the bar yeah and then when the workout actually starts i'm going to like move them away and you'll see that i've actually yeah. gotten a lot lighter and i've just tricked you into yeah going way too heavy for a workout 
thing is, I know there's going to be definitely some things that I will never be as efficient at with other people, like double-unders. I'm never going to be as good at you as double-unders. Or on the gymnastics rig, I'm never going to be able to do all the things that I'd like to do. I don't think, you know, I'm not going to say never because that's sort of very narrow-minded of me. It's putting the ceiling on what I could do. But I think I'd sort of try and stay grounded a little bit and realistic, but still sort of push myself as hard as I possibly can. So... Yeah, but I, I always think that's the great thing about CrossFit in general, isn't it? It is like the great leveler across the board mm. because there's going to be, you know, things that, I mean, like you're going to outlift me pretty much anytime we're doing something. <laughs> but, depend, but well, but depending on the movement, right? Because if we get into it being like full Maybe, snatches, yeah. Yeah. then I'm, I'm, I'm getting closer to you. Like, if, if it's going to be a power clean, I'm not going to be near you. Yeah. But if it's like a full snatch where all the mobility is coming into play and the technique is going to be fundamental, yeah. we can get closer. You're probably still going to outlift me, but I'm getting closer. Yeah. And it is that nice sort of, but then in a workout, there might be some cleans that I'm going like maybe in singles and you're doing bigger sets yeah. followed by some pull-ups. So then it's like, ah, now I've got a chance to catch up. Yeah, it's almost like that one we did the other day where it was um, the cows on the bike. Was it 12 cows on the bike? And you was were on this, the railway, weren't was you? Was this the burpee thing? Yeah, and then oh. it was um, the front squats. Front squats. And then as many burpees as possible in the remainder of the two minutes. Yeah. And I was I was always off the sort of bike first and got my front squats done. And I was probably about five burpees ahead of you. But by the time we got to the end of the two minutes, you were two burpees behind me. Because you, yeah. yeah. Because I'm just a lot smaller than you. <laughs> Less distance to travel. That's all it is. Like you say, it's a leveler, isn't it? Like you're better at some movements and yeah, then better at maybe a movement. Oh, <laughs> but that, I mean that's that's what I kind of like about it. I think that we've all got and but it, but that's not just as in a oh look how good I am at this movement type thing. But it's that idea of oh I'm good at you know I'm good. I mean I'm not good. Let, you know, if I'm talking about myself, it's like, I'm okay at these movements and I'm yeah. bad at these ones. So it gives you something to kind of not, I don't know if being proud of is the right word, but yeah, it gives you that thing where you're like, well, at least in a workout, I can kind of hold my own if it's got a few of these yeah. movements, yeah. but then it gives you also a load of things to be like, and these are my goals and things mm -hmm. I can work towards. And as you say, never say never, you know, there are probably numbers in my head that I'm chasing for cleans and snatches and things like that, that I'm like, yeah, maybe in time I could potentially creep up to that number. Yeah. And it's a sim and it's probably a very similar thing to you and being like a muscle up. You know, it's like, yeah, it's not impossible, but I also know there's gonna be steps that yeah. I need to get to before I before I hit that. So yeah. it's uh it's a long term goal versus a short term goal. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Well, Rob, what a pleasure. It's, you know, it's also because I never see you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you're never at 8 p.m. anymore. <laughs> I don't do that. I've got a reputation to protect. Yeah, well, you're big dog now, aren't you? <laughs> anyway, um, and on that note, no, it's been lovely speaking to you to, to kind of hear a bit about you. your story as you've been someone who's uh, been a, a member of CrossFit Bar for quite a long time and, uh, you know, well-known yeah. at the 8 p.m. crew at least. Yeah, and uh, other people have heard of you. <laughs> I'm sure. People have heard of me, yeah. but it's it's, been, it's an enjoyable experience to get to know people's sort of motivations and the stories. And I, and the more I speak to people, 
the more I realize I'm the outlier and I'm the one who's not competitive and everybody else is <laughs> that, you know, how I wound up at a CrossFit box is obviously a, a mystery. And people are competitive in their own ways, aren't they? And for their own reasons and to different levels, different degrees. So yeah. Yeah. yeah you're right. I, I'm competing to be the best podcaster at CrossFit Bath. And if I can win that title, then, uh, then I'll be happy. Yeah. <laughs> well thank you rob for joining me uh, thank yeah, you everyone man. for sticking around and listening and hearing this uh, lovely story of rob's life and uh, thank you joe who if you've listened to this one i know you want that we do a an episode on the wives of crossfit men. <laughs> crossfit uh i was gonna say athletes athletes crossfit participants there we go that's probably a better <laughs> word and um and I think that's a good idea. But thank you for not just letting us uh, have your husband in the evenings for the workouts, but also today on a Saturday to record a podcast about CrossFit. <laughs> She's a good egg. And on that note, we will say goodbye.